to episode 85 of Divided by Werewolves. Apologies for the three, th- the three <laughs> week break. Uh, had a death in the family. You can blame her. It's all her fault. Um, anyway, it's fine. I'm joking. She was 99. It was my grandmother. She was 99. Loved her to death. Uh, but um, she didn't want to hit 99. She, she, she was 98. She told my mom. I don't want to hit 99. I want to go before I hit 99. But then she hit 99 and went like a week or two later. Here's the funny thing. Um, they were all planning her funeral services. She wasn't dead yet. <laughs> so we're all like, well, and I said, well, what happens if she doesn't die in time to tell people, put a notice in the paper? Right. And my right. sister's like, oh, I don't think they thought about that. <laughs> and I was like, well, that. It seems important, right? Like, if you want people to actually come to these things. Sure. Now, the, fl- the, the, the saving grace, if you will, of being 99 when you die is pretty much anyone who would care about your death is already dead. Aside from the people that have to be there. Right. So who are, who would right. make who would already know who aren't looking? I didn't. I never thought of that. But yeah, that's hundred percent. Yeah, every most of the she people, out, it was she it was outlasted a, just about everybody. Right? It was like, she did. It was a small turnout for the wake, and it was a small turnout for the <clears> service, <throat> which is understandable because she literally outlasted all of her family. Mm-hmm. So, and anybody who you know maybe would have wanted to come if they were looking for it in the paper they already knew about it because they were close enough to where they heard about it sure so yeah so this is my grandmother i I love my grandmother when um when my parents got divorced um we moved into their basement um so i'll always you know kind of remember and i mean obviously that's what you do right like you're not gonna turn your daughter away and her kids but we lived we lived in their basement i i we all slept in the same room i slept on the couch my mom and sister slept in a bed, so I'll always, you know, obviously think of her fondly for that. But the thing that was always funny about my grandmother is so, like, I would always get her gifts for Christmas and her birthday, right? She's my grandma. Of course I'm going to get her stuff. Sure. Right. And uh, my mom was like, you know, it really means a lot to her. Like, you and your sister are, like, you know, one of the few people who, who get her stuff every every time. Mm. And I was like, well, then why every time that I get her something, she does the same thing? Well, she'll call me, and she'll leave a message that goes, Brandon, this is Mimi. Thank you so much for the gift. Why are you buying me things? <laughs> and my mom was like, it's just her shit. Like, she would literally, like, tell me not to thank me, and then tell me not, don't do that. Why are you doing that? You have nothing. You are a poor, destitute, right. fucking street Orchin. <laughs> I'm like my, I'm forty I'm forty five years old, thing. Mimi. I can afford like, a bouquet right, of flowers. Right, right. My parents do the same thing to this day still. Like I mean not, not, obviously not dad anymore, but mom, like I'm, I'm sure your dad's I mad don't at you want anything. Heaven. I don't need anything. <laughs> well, you, I'm like, well, you know I'm gonna do please just tell me what you want, for God's yeah. sakes. Just why why make me guess? Exactly. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. And even, even, so even, so one year, this is the thing, it's funny. My, <laughs> and this is it. This is all the dead grandma talk. We're going to go. So, uh, brief aside, um, Shane Torres, he's a comedian. He's fucking hilarious. You should listen to his, this is right. His CD. He has a, a bit about finding out his grandmother died and people go, oh, he goes, it's okay. 
their grandmas. It's what they're known for. And the whole weekend, I'm at this this wake, and people are crying. I'm, like, trying not to laugh, because all I think about is <laughs> what grandmas are known for is dying. And, I'm just, and that's me. If you ever want to, if you're like, hey, who's this guy in a nutshell? That's He thinks of inappropriate things that make him laugh during trying times. Sure. Smart enough not to share. Um, so last year... Uh, when my mom and sister went up at, at September and they, they said, hey, you know, Mimi needs clothes. So how about like for Christmas, like you give us some money, we'll take her out, we'll buy her a bunch of clothes. And then that way, like in some of it, we'll give her like, because if she needs it, she'll, she can use it right then. But the rest of it will like wrap it in the tree. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I said, just tell me how much it is or, and I'll, I'll give you the cash. I'll send you a check, whatever. They're like, okay, great. Then they're like, oh, we took her out. We bought her these pants and sweaters. She said, she's great. She looks great. She loved it. She was so happy. She was so happy. Remember those words. <laughs> she was so happy. December 26th. Brandon, this is your Mimi. Why are you buying me things? What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, rest in peace, Ruth. You deserve it. Okay, so this is uh, we're we're in December by the 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 skin of our teeth. Um, mm-hmm. Normally in December is when we start to do kind of the best of, but we we actually have a, f- a fair amount of stuff that we've kind of watched and played and whatnot. So um, rather than kind of go right into the the best of stuff that we typically do in the month of December, we're gonna. Uh, cover a bunch of things, uh, and then and then shift. So the next couple shows will be more of our uh, kind of typical uh, best of stuff. Um, did you buy anything game wise Black Friday? I know I didn't. I did. I oh, did. would you get? Yeah. Uh, I I bought uh, Rage Two oh. for the Xbox. I know you hated it, but I <laughs> I love the first one, and I'm at least going to play this one. And I feel like twenty bucks was the right price point for it. I bought that. I bought. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Really? From, I wish I was yeah, good from, enough to play that game. So I got, I'm not, and it's going to piss me off, but uh, it was like uh, uh, Gamefly, like, snuck oh, yeah. in their, their shit at the last second. Yeah. And they had it for cheaper than any, they had it for like 17 bucks. Yeah, 18 bucks, 17.99. Yep. And I was like, sure. I mean, why not? And because uh, I wanted to play it because I love Tenshu and it looks like Tenshu to me. Mm. And then, um, I got uh, Ace Combat just for the VR. Oh, no. You know what? The, the VR and Ace Combat is pretty solid. Um, Which I discovered when I drunkenly attempted to play it last night ooh. that I am no Maverick. <laughs> oh, is that what that meant? Okay. Yeah. I was oh, like, what God. is he talking about? <laughs> it went badly, to say yeah. the least. <laughs> okay. I kept looking around in the cockpit and out the back and like looking behind me and forgetting to actually steer the fucking plane, too. So, like... I would turn my head back around and be going straight to the ocean. I was like, oh, well. So that's going to take a little getting used to. Yeah, the the VR and The free-looking shit, it's cool, Mm -hmm. but I forget to actually steer the plane while I do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, the VR in that game is really good. I mean, it's worth... Mm. I mean, I, I didn't get very far... Um, kind of in the main the main missions, yeah. but um, yeah. I I did all I, the I've, the VR stuff and I enjoyed the hell I've out of it. I've made never touched the actual game. Like I literally paid was fifteen bucks just for the VR portion of it. I mean, the, the problem is there's like this mission you have to do where it's like you've got to protect this base and these like all these like fighters just come out of nowhere and I'm like I don't even know. It's like I don't even know where it is. I'm 
things are coming from to, to keep track mm-hmm. of them. You know, it's like, it, you know, whenever you used to play like the, you know, like the escort missions for me are always the worst ones. Like, oh, you know, I escort the bombers escort or whatever. Bombs. And then like 900 yes. fighters mm-hmm. come out. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> but yeah, that's always the downfall for me for any like flight, like Colony Wars back. I love those games. You know, I loved both of those games. But I was so bad at them, and I'd do okay until it got to protect this or escort this. And then, mm-hmm. like, and even the Robotech Battle Cry was the same way. Yeah. I was whipping ass, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, protect this convoy. And I'm like, fuck my entire universe. Like, right, what? right. Yeah. It's it's kind of, yeah. And that, and that was it for me, and I and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Um, and then I, but I did, I did do all the VR, so. Um, and then I had one more, actually, I, I kind of almost forgot. And it's the one that I'm going to start first, actually. Um, I'm going to start it this week. I got the Resident Evil 2 remake for 15 mm. bucks. Nice. So, nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that. Yeah, there wasn't anything for me. Like, I, I mean, I keep hearing, like, so I, I was like, well, I mean, I talk a lot of shit about Breakpoint, but I was like, well, I have 28 bucks, maybe I'll pick it up. But then mm-hmm. I was like reading, you know, they sent like a survey out and they told people like, well, what do you want to fix? And they kind of listed everything, all the problems that I had. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, that's going to take a while. 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 But now you can change gender mid-mission. <laughs> okay, great. Finally. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's, that's, I guess, you know, or you can change, you know, 47 more, um, you know, like, scarves. You know, okay, <laughs> thanks. Appreciate it. That'll be helpful. Right. So I was kind of like, ah, yeah, you know what? I'm good. I think I'm good. I have no desire to play it. Like even, even had it not come out and reviewed so poorly, after the amount of time I spent in Wildlands, Wildlands I was like, was a you know, minute. I don't need another one of those already. I re- not in my life right. Now. I just don't need it. There's like three, two or three new story missions in Division Two that I still haven't played, mm-hmm. and mostly it's yeah, because I'm, I just need to find the time to like match make with randos and just kind of yeah. get at it. But I don't know, man. I just. So that which leads me to the, my next point, it, because like right now, if I'm going to play a looter shooter, it's going to play Destiny. And so the new season, season of the dawn, is that what it's called? Yep. Uh, starts December 10th. We're going to find out on the fourth, kind of what the deal is. So he, here's my biggest issue right now, and I've talked about this before, but I really feel like you know they have a like there needs to be a way other than Pinnacle Gear for people mm-hmm. who are not Pinnacle Gear tier to mm-hmm. raise their gear score because right now 100%. outside of iron banner you can raid you can do a you can beat the dungeon um you can get a hundred thousand points in a nightfall or the nightfall ordeal mm-hmm. or you can do a master level nightmare haunt which right now is is uh 980 80 yeah i'm 962 i try to do a 980 i'm gonna it, there's no point i'm gonna be dragging right. down the team they're gonna be right. kicking me out of the fucking fire team so well, the other thing is also the the, the 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 those aren't match made either. So mm-hmm. it's it's designed for fire teams. It's designed like I, that's what I complained about for the seasons before this. It's like if you play by yourself, yeah, it, there's just not that much to do. And they need and and I understand that if you keep playing, keep playing, keep playing, you know you'll you'll get the experience stuff to go up. But that's not mm-hmm. why people play. People play for mm-hmm. drops. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why people are playing. That's why I play. Like, I got excited the other day because through Iron Banner, I I got a a bunch of stuff, and I didn't realize that my gear had actually gone up to 951 Mm -hmm. or 952. 
So now, mm-hmm. I guess technically, like if I keep playing, keep playing, then I'll get drops at nine fifty two, which will you know I could might be able mm-hmm. to get some of the stuff that's currently nine fifty one. But the point is, that's why I play. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'll do anything at any time with friends of mine if I'm getting just the being able to play with people is enough. Sure, I don't need to get drops to play with you <coughs> or Angela or Sean or Cindy or or any you know Steve you know Gene mm-hmm. any of the folks you know. Um, chase anybody i don't i'm fine like i'm i'll play with them at drop of a hat just for the fun of playing with them if i'm going to play by myself i need to get something to push me forward and and i and i like the way the season pass works but at the end of the day like you're showing me oh you're going to get this exotic at 951 or 950 and it's like but that's Mm -hmm. not pushing me forward especially if i'm seeing things to get me good gear that i can't do now so i i really hope that at some point they either add more sources of pinnacle gear like iron banner is great because it's not hard it's just time right. it'll go easier i mean it'll take less time if you're better but you know you can just get an iron banner you can do a bunch knock a bunch of shit out you can get some pinnacle gear but they need something like iron banner for people who play by themselves yes yes um, some pve activity it's yeah not even just pvp like <laughs> Give me something PVE, and, and my thing right now is I'm 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 still playing it. Um, I have no pinnacle gear. Like all of my shit is nine fifty, and then I have the bonus from the artifact. So I'm my power shows at nine sixty four, mm. I think. But I'm still within the game, and which that's another thing I, it makes no sense to me. Why have the artifact add extra power if it's not going to affect my drops and it's not going to affect the damage I do or the damage I take? That it's just a fucking number and it's stupid. And that and I'm it seems to me like there's your fix right there. Like there's exactly. your fix right there. Yep. Make the artifact count. Just make <laughs> the artifact count. That's it. Yep. Just whatever yep. your power level is, doesn't matter what the adjusted power level is. Whatever your power right. level is, those are your drops. Exactly. That's it. And then yeah, because like right now I'm just chasing, I'm just doing quests that I haven't completed yet. I've gone back and I've been doing this week. I basically, I, I didn't even do the flash. Well, I did the flashpoint of my hunter, but like I've basically only been doing black armory shit because I'm trying to get uh, some of the stuff from that season that I wasn't able to get because it was so goddamn hard. Mm-hmm. And now it's it's easier, you know, because we're a higher level uh, to do that. The for, the armory forges and, and things like that. So that's what I've been doing, and it's been fun. <clears throat> but you know, and I'm getting the armor sets, which I always liked, but I like, I had a few pieces for my Titan. That was it. Cause it was so fucking frustrating to try to do this stuff. Right. And now like I'm getting the armor sets, but you know what I'm, what I have equipped is like 64, 66, like my points, the stats are so much higher and this black armory shit is dropping at uh, what? What? Nine forty eight, nine forty nine. Yes. With 50, 51, and I'm like, man, it looks so good, but there's no point in me putting it on because it's it's right. subpar to everything I have. Right, right. So I, I so. hope I hope we find out more. I can't imagine we're the only people feeling this way. I Mm-mm. mean, there's you know you, you've got the folks that are going to play forever, and and they, they don't have they've got groups of people that they can do the dungeons with and raid with. But then you've got a large mm-hmm. swath of people. Like I think of all the people that are like hooked up into new light, right? Well, they're going to hit mm-hmm. something, and they're going to be like, well, okay, there's nothing for me to do. I'm out. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, and I, mean, I want to keep giving I, them I, my money because I love the game and I want them to keep making it. But I need a reason to keep mm-hmm. doing stuff. 
Right, exactly. And just knocking yeah, and I, stuff off and like getting a weapon oh, that I don't use isn't necessarily enough. I mean, right. it can be depending on the quest. But. Like, yeah, I was going to say my Friday night was a roller coaster of emotion. Yeah. Trying to get that goddamn Xenophage quest finished. <clears throat> and it's probably it will go it will probably go down as like the hardest thing I will ever have done in Destiny. And I wish I had yeah. been able to kind of do it with you. Like I think that would have been great. Um but at the, oh. you know it, <laughs> I don't know if you, I don't know if you would have liked it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I like yeah. I mean if you get something out of it, like an exotic is different, right? Because if if you mm. get an exotic out of it, then then it's it's it it's different than um, you know, like just just doing a strike and then you get some random mm. blue, right? Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, it's like Friday night, I was like, okay, because me and Cindy, mm-hmm. we got in the we got in the pit of heresy uh, on her birthday, which I right for somehow somehow I knew it was coming, but like I forgot and she, I, I don't know, man, I drink a lot. And so I, it's like, I don't know anybody in my friends' <clears throat> birthdays. I'm a terrible person, right? But and so it was her birthday, and we we hopped on, and I was like, well, I'm gonna try the dungeon. You know, I could use some help if you want to play. And she's like, sure. And I was like, well, look, <laughs> me and Brandon have tried it. We always get frustrated because it's not clear exactly. And it's still not to me clear exactly what to do. I know, like I watch, I've watched so many walkthroughs mm-hmm. and the people that do the walkthroughs are like, oh, well, the first part's just this. And I'm like, I know the mechanic. I right. don't know where to go to get to the first part of it. Like what, which of these buildings do I go? Th- That's all I need to know. Which one is it? And the the two times, three times, I guess that I've gotten somewhat far into the first encounter, it's I don't I've just been stupid lucky. I don't know what it is, because I'll go to different buildings, but we got through the first part, you know, and it, the first part wasn't that bad. Like it, we didn't we didn't wipe, but like maybe once. Mm. Uh, I mean, she would die or I would die, and then the other one would run and hide or what whatever it was. The second part, the ogre tunnels, that took a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, we got through that, and I was like, okay, this is awesome. Had a great time. And then the second, the next night, we were going to try to progress. It was like that Monday or whatever it was. And we were going to try to progress because, you know, uh, your your progress resets on Tuesday. Right. Because it's reset, so you start the whole thing over. But anyway, so I was like, all right, I have to solo the first encounter. And then I had to go to the ogre tunnels and and do the ne- the thing that opens the door to go fight the boss. And dude, that boss fight took me almost two hours. Wow! Between the amount of times that I wiped and then how long it took to do it by myself with what you had to do, even to damage the wizard. And so, it, but again, uh, at the end of the day. I mean, I screamed. I God, oh my! I was hoarse. <laughs> I was pissed. I'm. I was literally surprised they didn't. My neighbors didn't call the police. Um, but I got the fucking gun, and like everybody bitched about it, saying it was, you know, not worth it. wasn't that good. This, that, and everything. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's one of the slow firing machine oh, guns. Oh yeah, yeah. Machine guns, but this one's even slower. Like it shoots slugs like a fucking. Oh, like like a like, like a twelve gauge. Right, like it's a tank turret. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just like, and it hits like a fucking truck, but it fires literally one round at a time, super slow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. And, and, I, and like, you know, Gene was talking about, well, if I ever get to that point, you'll have to do it again. I'm like, no, I, I'm fine with doing it again. It'd be way easier to help. We should. I'd love to do it. And that's the thing, like, stuff like that, I don't mind. Like, if you get an exotic out of it, like, it's fine, even if I never use it. 
but mm-hmm. it's it's the I guess it's like the day to day stuff, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, the weekly shit I don't care about anymore. To be honest, I I may do it just because I love the game and I play it every day, but I'm not getting anything from it. Right, right. Um, and so, and then uh, just kind of clean. Like I did finish Outer Worlds. Um, I think mm-hmm. it was great. Uh, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Um, I don't know if I got the best ending, but it was like one of those games. Like once it was done, I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm perfectly fine right. never playing this game again. Whatever ending I got is what I got. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a great game. It was a great game to play on Game Pass. Honestly, I don't know if I would have wanted to pay. I wouldn't have wanted to pay sixty bucks for it. I think if I had no, got Black Friday for like thirty five, I think that I was would be okay. That 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 screams twenty dollar game for me. <laughs> um, I mean, and and on normal, it is incredibly easy. Like yeah, that's normal, what I'll do. It is I'll burn through it on easy. normal for twenty bucks. I'll oh. I'll have, you know, it's, and it also looks like one of those ones where. You know, a lot of times I try to play these things as a good guy. I you know, I tried I, to play as a I, bad guy. I thought yeah, that's I what always I, that's play what I as I a ba- as a good guy. I'm gonna play mm. as a bad guy, and I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. I think I could. I think I could. Like Fable, I did that way because I didn't. I don't like Fable that much, and so the enjoyment I got out of Fable was being a shithead to everybody because no, it made me laugh. And and I I remember, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I tried to be bad, and eventually I just was. I I ended up being good. Mm-mm. So I think I, when I play that game, because I really don't care that much about it, I'll probably be evil as fuck or like as evil as I can be. Yeah, like there were times where they're like, you need to go back to this village and kill everybody. And I was like, what? No. <laughs> yeah, gladly. <laughs> yeah, you'll be <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> Shit hurt. Like, yeah, peace sells, <laughs> but who's buying? Um, and I, I did finish um, Luigi's Mansion and f- like the as I tweeted about relentlessly. Mm-hmm. I, I hated yeah, the you boss battles. Turned me off of that game. I hate like, and that's what sucks is like, so many of the puzzles and stuff are fun and just like, I, th- I thought about you because when you were saying how like you liked vacuuming, mm. aside from when you 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 know you get your headsets. Um, Oof. Uh, there's this one level where the whole thing is sand and you're just vacuuming. I was like, oh, Mitch would like nice. love this, and it I was so it was so chill. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna vacuum up all the sand. No problem. Yep. I don't give a fuck about no ghosts. Vacuuming is cathartic. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I was like, this room is dirty. I will clean it. That's it. You and me, Luigi. Let's get it. Yes, but yes, then sir. the all the different boss fights, and some of them are like, I guess, like they're creative, like no doubt. But like, and then the final boss battle at one point, it gets timed. And I was like, oh, fuck you fuck you in the year of our lord 2019 you're gonna do a time boss battle you can you can eat a dick sideways and as as kid rock would say as he's drunkenly removed from his own steakhouse because he can't shut the fuck up about oprah like what are we seriously still complaining about oprah in 2019 what are you doing what are you doing richie guy whatever the fuck your name is Richie, as Mr. Binky would say in our Discord in the year of our Lord 2019, every dick tastes like regret. <laughs> every dick tastes like regret. Ain't nobody ever put a dick in their mouth and felt good about it the next day. <laughs> there was a purpose, and you knew it when you did it. You didn't feel good about it later. <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> But uh, and I, and I don't like being like I, I hate discounting a game just because of my stupidity. But some of those boss battles are just bullshit. 
Um, and it's in part because the if they gave you the option to lock on and then just allowed you to either choose it or not, it would be so it, much better. But because they don't, you know. Yeah. So. Um, and then finally on the games front, I did start playing uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And mm. I like it. I just don't like it as much as I kind of thought I would. First of mm. all, this game has cemented this notion that I should not ever play a Dark Souls game. It's fine. Yeah, like, I, I knew that. I with the comparisons to Dark Souls after I started got the initial reactions to it. Like, I knew that going, I knew going into it, and I always I thought, like, well, maybe I'll play Bloodborne at some point. I'm not going to play oh, Bloodborne. fuck me. I bought Bloodborne, well, and here's I tried the thing. it I think there's a time times. and a place for that stuff. If I'm a Jedi, I shouldn't get my ass kicked by a bug. Right. right. Like, I just shouldn't, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, we're defenders of peace and order in the galaxy. Like, I get that. Like, it just, I shouldn't go down because a bug killed me. Right. And so, and I can't get the timing right, so I put it on easy because there's no difference for the trophies. Not that I give a shit about the, about that anymore. And and sure. the, all of the voice actors are really good, except for the main guy who he was on like Gotham. Mm. He played like the Joker or who Joker ended up being did. Joker. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. okay, but I'm like, really? Like you've got this huge galaxy of different aliens, and and you just pick a white dude with red hair? Like, I mean, right. I'm glad he's a ginger <laughs> because they're. <laughs> not really well represented in video games and sure <clears throat> thankfully we haven't gone out in the direct sunlight so he hasn't like burst into flame but the point <laughs> is like i don't know he's just kind of like the weakest point and i mean it's cool to like get all the upgrades i got like my double blade lightsaber i made my robot purple because of course i did i'm like but i did i also made my lightsaber purple and <laughs> it's so big right now it looks like i have a giant dildo like a double hell yeah like a double tipped I guess would be the right word, dildo hanging off of my belt. Like, like, okay, you know in Saints Row 3, when you could get the dildo and beat the shit out of people and it was purple? That's yeah. what it looks like I have hanging off of my belt right now. <laughs> like a giant Saints Row 3 Double dildo. dildo. Nice. If I get purple, a purple crystal, whatever, to make a purple mm-hmm. blade on my purple yeah, dildo, yeah, yeah. the dick saber is going to be fucking people up. <laughs> But I mean, the game has a lot of cool. Like it's it's it has it, the force powers are cool. The combat's cool. They really like slides. Like respawn. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is about slides. Did someone yeah. like lead gameplay designer in respawn has some like unresolved slip and slide trauma? I was gonna right as a like, child. Yeah. They're like they're like, like, like hey lost. dad, can we can we get a slip and slide? And their dad's like no, no, <laughs> you're gonna get rocks in it, your bunghole. No slip exactly. and slide for you, and they. And then he that. and then he went into his room and like smashed his shoots and ladders game too, just on principle. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and then he grew he up. Tied and one he's on, like, they're he like, tied okay. one on one night and went into his kid's room and broke shoots and ladders. <laughs> and then they're like, well, "You got a Jedi. You got a game. You're gonna be a Jedi. You do anything you want." And he's like, "Slides." And like, slide slides what do you mean slide he's like you know like when you slide <laughs> and then sometimes you have to jump and then you yeah. go into another slide like, and we're, in, like, we're, in, we're doing that like, they go and like respawn hq and they're like all right and they go what's your dream project <laughs> and he's like if i can't remake vanquish <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah but you did a lot of wall running in titanfall 2 he's like no 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 no, no. yeah wall running was so 
2015 yeah. slides. We're still going to do that. We're going to do that. Slide first. But he, hear me out. <laughs> wall run into a slide into a wall run into a slide. Another slide into another <laughs> slide. And then because Jedi's don't know what to step on death. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I literally walked up. I was, I was, <laughs> I, I, I was six inches to the right of a pipe and I yeah. fell to my death. Like I'm all for player agency, but mm. you can't just like, like just kind of, you know, yeah. pop him just, over six inches. Like I'm he, clearly he just reached out. <laughs> yeah, you could just have me step on the pipe. Like what motherfucker is like? Well, there's a pipe, and it leads me over there where I want to go. This is a chasm to my death. Ah, you know what? Let's just try that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing is. This game does not believe in fast travel, which, okay, I get oh, it. Oh, I read that, yeah. Like, I get it. Like, it's like a Metroidvania type of thing, which is where, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, you unlock a power, and then you go back to a world, and then you mm-hmm. go to places you couldn't go before, and your robot roots through crates, and you get a new poncho, which is not an exaggeration. That's literally what happens. But at the same time, sometimes you need to get back to your ship, and mm-hmm. there's 14 levels, and it's like trying to navigate through, you know, like a mall on like fucking two days before Christmas. <laughs> and you're just, you're like trying to, I don't know how to get from here to my car. And all I want yeah. is like, if you don't want to allow fast travel between meditation points because you're like, we want people to explore and get fucked up by bugs, fine, mm-hmm. I get it. But let me just fast travel to my ship. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got a pet on the ship. Like a space raccoon, and he ain't showed up yet. They're like, "Oh, just go around the ship, look for glimpses of your your boggling or boggling or whatever." And I was like, "Okay, all right." And I have a garden. I have a garden on the ship. I don't know what it's for. Mm. They're just like, "Oh, Greasel. Grease is a pilot. He'll really like these seeds." Oh, okay. Well, it's the same thing in Monster Hunter, right? When you go to your room, what the fuck for? It's cool. Don't get me wrong, but outside yeah, but you of- can yeah, but you can take you can customize your room, right? You can be like, oh, sure. I caught that thing, I caught that thing, I caught that sure. thing. I'm gonna have big ass butterflies. I'm gonna have this. I'm gonna have that. Like at least you but have there's some- no real reason to go there. No, but at least the stuff you get, it's like it's like um, cosmetics. Sure. You, right. You, you know, here I just they're like, oh, I found a pet, and I was like, sweet, and then nope. He's just, I don't know where the fuck he is. And they're like, oh, you should go find seeds. (laughs) Why? Why should I find seeds? Uh, Whatever. I have a double-bladed lightsaber. I fuck. mm -hmm. But here's the thing. This is the other thing that's that's weird is it's like, so like some of the stormtroopers, you sneeze on them and they die. And other guys, (laughs) you can shove a lightsaber in their face and they're like, no, I'm good. I'm going to keep fighting. And you're like, okay, could you maybe whatever armor that guy has, give it to everybody else? Because half of these guys, it's like they go down, you use harsh harsh language, and they're just like Mm. dead. And then the other half, it's like you have to fucking drop a nuke on them to die. (laughs) Whatever. But, you know, good for Respawn, because apparently this game sold a fuck ton of copies. Um, Yeah. Not to me, because I rented it, and I hate people succeeding. So, Sure. <laughs> They're going to get $20 off of me one of these days. That's all I can One of these you. days. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
movies. We have a bunch. What do you want to do first? Let's do 47. Let's do let's do that briefly. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to say that Sistine Stallone, who I'm assuming is related to... Sly's daughter. Sly, yeah. Okay. He's either related to Sylvester Stallone or Frank Stallone. Which yeah, is, it's, it was Sly's daughter. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say Sistine Stallone got this movie because she is Sylvester Stallone's daughter. I am going to say that if Sistine Stallone wants to not give the world the impression that she's only getting roles because she is Sylvester Stallone's daughter, she's going to want to pick better movies than 47 meters down, uncaged. Or is it just 47 meters uncaged? It's uncaged. I did not like... uh, So 47 meters down is the first one. This is 47 meters down, uncaged. I did not like 47 meters down. I know there's people who did. I know Robin likes it. I, I like not, it. You like it. I'm like it's yeah. the descent with sharks. They just were like, "Oh, hey, remember in the descent where like they thought they were fine and then they weren't? Well, let's just do that with sharks." I don't like it. I don't like it. Sure. I I, I, I got gotcha. you. For me, for me, the first movie worked because just because based off the premise, that's terrifying to me. You know, I'm afraid of sharks, and I wouldn't be dumb enough to do what the girls in the first movie do. I wouldn't be dumb enough to do what the girls in this movie do. But yeah, and at the end of the day, the only. The only thing I have to say about this movie is I thought the sharks looked cool, and I thought the setting was kind of cool. The underwater temple and shit like that. Here's the thing, though. It's all CGI, and that's the problem. Like I know Bruce was a pain in the ass, but there's a reason Jaws was terrifying Mm. as fuck is because they had a big-ass robot shark. And because – now, it would be interesting to know if somewhere out there in Earth-49, there is a version of Jaws where Bruce worked fine and people were like, well, this movie sucks because the shark mm-hmm. is everywhere and it looks terrible. Like, mm-hmm. the, the Jaws works as well as it does because they don't show the shark all that much. And when they do, right. you're like, holy shit. And it's, it's because shit, it, exactly. it didn't work. Right. But, so, like, I, I hate... Okay. <laughs> and this is not... I'm not... It's been a long time since me and science have had any sort of relationship where I was dependent upon it to move forward Mm. in life. But Mm. still, where they're like, oh, this shark evolved blindness. No, it did not. A shark at most (laughs) lives, what, 60, 50 years? It did not evolve blindness. And and I don't even know. (laughs) I meant to look this up. I don't even know if sharks use sight as their primary source of finding prey. I don't think they do. Smell, smell. motion, right? Like, if if a a blind shark is not higher evolved, it's just a shark. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a shark. But he looked badass. He did look badass. But they're like, oh, well, he must have evolved blindness to be able to survive down here in these ruins. And I'm like, no, I think he just hears thrashing and eats it like a shark. Yeah, like a regular shark. (laughs) Like a regular shark. You know, every shark you've ever met. They were all like, they were all like, their eyes were whited out and they were white and they had like the scars and shit. And I was like, okay, at least this shark looks a little different. But. But they sharks something. have membranes that go over their eyes when they eat, right. so they don't get chunks of food in their eyes. So I was like, well, is that is he blind or is his membrane up? That's so many questions. He has perma-membrane. He's perma-membrane. Maybe that, he's not blind. He just can't get right. it to go down. He's like, God exactly. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a shitty movie. It was Completely not Completely stupid. Awful. And I love shark movies. I even like the shit ones on sci-fi. But, like, if I'm going to watch one this bad, I'm going to need that shark to be mutated with another animal, like Sharktopus. That movie's amazing. 
shark to put. <laughs> you know, there's a th- there, there's a people, and I don't know who it is, and they believe that um like alien the 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 world was colonized by aliens, and they all left except for octopuses. Oh, nice! And I was like, you I know, know what? I'd the- I'd buy that. There's the dolphin thing too, right? Like dolphins, like are alien creatures that are super smart and communicate and shit. You know, I, are like overlords and whatnot. I had not heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, like one of the one of the uh, Treehouse of Horror episodes is about that actually. Hmm. When the dolphins rise up, one of the segments on one of the Treehouse of Horrors, it was really good. Hmm. Um, yeah, so 47 meters down, uncaged. I don't. I, I think there's better shark movies. Yeah, if you want to watch shark, a shark aficionado such as myself, I like shark movies too. I yeah. just this one I was just like waiting. I don't think you watch as many shit ones as I do though, because I watch a lot true. of like the Shark Exorcist, House Shark. <laughs> like I, I watch that shit too. So. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize there was a Shark Exorcist. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have a lot of YouTube. Oh, yeah. I need to hit tonight. <laughs> um. I don't know if you need to hit it, but it's there. Wow. Okay. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. <clears throat> what are we doing next? Um, well, we got the bad one out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we could do... All right. So uh, Terminator Dark Fate. I've heard a lot of people talking on the internet. They're like, oh, <coughs> excuse me. History will be kind to Terminator mm. Dark Fate. And I, here's the thing about this movie. I don't think it was a bad movie. I just don't understand don't its purpose. I had the exact same reaction to it. 100% <clears throat> the exact same reaction. Like, I, I I hate saying, like, a movie is unnecessary because at the end of the day, that's jobs. You know, people, you know, somebody's, sure. you know, sure. somebody's creative vision it might be their first, uh, you know, their opportunity to make a movie. It might be. Even just like the crew, like you know, whatever, like it doesn't matter. That's a job mm-hmm. for them. They they take pride in their work. They're gonna they're gonna show up. They're gonna do their job. Uh, you know, might be somebody who wrote it or directed it, and not necessarily in this case, like Tim Miller who directed Deadpool two. You know, he directed this mm-hmm. guy, and he has come out later on and kind of been like, yeah, there are some things I do different. But James Cameron, he's kind of not a great person. To sure. and everybody's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> like you just figuring this out now? Okay, cool. Yeah, you might want to read the trade a little more um mm. i i as so i was like, kind of watching this movie and i was like i i dig this movie like the 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 and, and I, i'm terrible with names so like the woman who played the the augmented human i thought she was Grace. great kenzie davis was great uh the guy did you everything know she could to carry this movie on her tiny her tiny framed shoulders yeah <laughs> like, the guy uh you know from uh he he plays ghost rider in 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 agents of shield he he was the 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 the, the other terminator he was oh fun. i didn't know that he yeah. was great yeah he's okay. fantastic um yeah. i you know the first scene where where you know one of the things that i <laughs> loved about this movie is that the first scene where she shows up and he shows up in the factory and she mm-hmm. was just unrelenting yes and i and yes. most of the time right you get these action movies where like the hero is beaten on the villain and then she kind of waits and she just would not stop yeah it was fucking awesome. this guy's shit up and later yeah. on they say like well it's because my my augmentations like they don't expect you to survive <laughs> right so like it's, it's just you go like, all out and i i love that like 
you know, like so oftentimes these movies, they don't have an internal logic that they follow. Mm -hmm. And clearly this movie did. So those Mm -hmm. action sequences were done with that logic in mind. And she was great. And all of it was great. Like it was good. And I'm like left and I go and I'm done with it. And I'm like, what story did this tell that was different? Oh my God, exactly. All of the other, and if you, even if you say, this is just a sequel to two. Everything mm-hmm. past two didn't matter. But mm-hmm. I'm still like, well, what? Then why did it need? Why? Why do we need this story? Because it tells the same story. Yeah. It's such an obvious cash in on this whole nostalgia thing, this Halloween 18 thing. But whereas Halloween 18, I love because everybody in it is so good and it's so funny and well done. And I had the kind of the opposite reaction to this. I thought Linda Hamilton was bad. I was like, man, Jamie Lee Curtis is so much better of an older badass than Linda I, Hamilton. I agree with that. I, I do still think that Linda Hamilton was good. I don't, I don't not not that she's bad, but I just I I don't know. Like I think No, I mean hands down Lori like hands down, I mean there's no there's no compare like okay, don't get me wrong. Like if 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 there were two women I had to pick to shepherd me through the apocalypse, it'd be Absolutely. them. It'd be 100%. the two of them together. And I but, would love, like, you give me a fucking 60-plus Thelma and Louise with the two of them together, <laughs> I'll fucking, oh I'll buy God, tickets yeah. right now yeah, on the promise yeah. that movie like, gets made. Because I think she's so good in part two, mm-hmm. as uh, older than she was in the first one, been dealing with this shit, she knows how the shit is, Mm-hmm. <clears throat> nobody will believe her that and, th- and she's the same in this one it's the same fucking thing all over again but in this one i don't know what it was i think uh, there was just something about and, and it's not i don't think it's necessarily her fault i think it's the way the character is written mm-hmm. but there were just she didn't have like there what was there wasn't much point to her like yeah. really except for the nostalgia part because you had the new Terminator chick or the new augmented chick grace and she was fucking badass. Yeah. And then you had Arnold come back for whatever reason, which yeah, Carl, sorry, Carl, by the way, probably my favorite thing that wasn't an action sequence in this movie was when they, when they left the house and then they, and then it cut. And when they came back, it sounded like he was talking about serious shit. Mm hmm. And then he was talking about draperies because that's his job. <laughs> yeah. So so my wife and I, whenever we pick so if if we are just talking about a random person we don't like like a theoretical person mm. and it's somebody to be irritated with, if it's a guy, his name is Carl. I don't know nice. why. I think it's because <laughs> of the Simpsons episode, right? Like with Homer like the guy who helps Homer mm. out, his name is Carl. Mm. I don't know why. So like the for whole, me, it's I was friends, like, huh? It's Joey's Joey's fake twin on Friends, the guy he wanted to be his twin so bad. <laughs> so Damn I it, Carl! The pizza. entire movie because I was like, like pizza. Like, <laughs> and then and then Mitch texted me. I was watching this movie and he goes, <laughs> "He's like John Bon Jovi looks like <laughs> Linda Hamilton's kid," and I said, "No." Linda Hamilton looks like John Jovi. He's like, God damn it, you're right. And so once you see that, you're like, whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa, Terminator on a prayer. Take my hand. Uh, and I don't, I don't, 
Like it was, and that's the thing. It was like the most enjoyable movie I've watched that I had no idea why it existed. Right, and it, it was a little slow for me at times too, because I yeah. like because the action sequences are so good, and yes. I just want next one to hurry up. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But I would just was like it it and and because they're like oh well Skynet was defeated but there's another mm-hmm. AI mm-hmm. that co- and I'm like okay so like this idea of it doesn't matter what you do exactly it's like okay we get it there will always we, be we, like right we never win got it like just stop making these then like, yeah. And I mean, and, and 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 even the little twist of like who you know the the woman they were saving and Grace's relationship to her and like kind of how that it was still, you know, it was it was like cool and all. But again, I just was like, and I mean, kind of, you know, Tim Miller like talked about like part of the reason why he felt like there was, uh, you know, like it didn't do well was was franchise fatigue. And I fatigue. I I think he's a hundred percent right. I agree. Yeah. But I also I think, think so. that it's not franchise fatigue i guess i guess that's part of it but it's like if you don't make a convincing case for why this story right not necessarily needs to be told but how it's different than what's been told before yes 100 percent. because there are outlets for people who love terminator like that yes and they're fine with that story over and over again they're called comic books, and Dark Horse has been making Horse, Terminator comic they books. They the shit out of Terminator right. comics. Yeah. So there are better stories being told in a different format. And if you're going to spend $100 million or however much money this costs to make. Right. Well, fuck the $100 because that's probably what they had to pay Arnold. But I'm just saying, if you're going to spend that kind of money and then have the storyline for the movie be the same. Like, I've read so many better terminator comics and I'm like yes. just just do one of those right just pick one man there's so many good ones yeah but they're like now nah, now nah, because this worked in fucking what 94 or whatever so yeah we'll just do the same thing with the same people and it'll be great so I, current technology um, I, I remember when i went to see terminator 2 it was a summer that was my freshman year in mm-hmm. college and i went me my best friend ed gable and this girl i met college uh jenny dualeski I still remember her to this day. I feel like at this, I feel like even though, like, don't get me wrong, like, I love my wife. We've been together almost 30 years. We met that same summer. It probably still would have happened. I still feel like me and Jenny, if I hadn't been such a fucking dumbass, could have hit it off. (laughs) So we went to see Terminator 2, and and the theater was fucking packed. Crossgate Small. The theater was fucking packed. And me and Ed, Jenny had gone to the restroom, and this guy came down. He's like, yo, the seat filled and i was like yeah my girl's sitting there and he's like oh okay cool and then ed goes oh your girl is she your girl (laughs) i was like fuck no man i just kind of said it because he was you know anyway she was cute i probably could have i was not good with women anyway anyway this is a long (laughs) it's a long (laughs) so i i also remember uh, watching Terminator 2 in the theater like so we all went to so me and my brother and mom and dad went to LaGrange Georgia which was the closest theater to you know where I grew up we had to, everywhere I've ever lived I've had to drive at least 30 minutes to get to a fucking theater I've never lived in a town that just had a fucking theater mm-hmm. I love movies I've always had to go out of town to watch them 
Really? To this day. Yeah, to this day. I've never lived in a town where I could be like, oh, I'll just go watch a movie today because it's right there. Anyway, so we go to LaGrange. It's like 4th of July or pretty close to 4th of July that summer. Yeah, yep. Um, so me and Dad go see Terminator 2. Mom and my brother went to Problem Child 2. Oh, my God. Can uh-huh. I tell you real quick? <laughs> My sure. wife and I went to go see one Christmas. We went to see my dad and stepmother, which is, I don't want to talk shit about my family. Not a mm. great trip. Mm. My dad, who I, a lot of my sense of humor comes from my father, mm. including all the racist, horrible jokes that I still mm. remember from sure. him. He sure. watched Problem Child and laughed his fucking ass off. And my <laughs> wife and I are sitting there going, oh, my God, this is so bad. To this yeah. day, we will yeah. still mention Problem Child because he laughed so hard. And we were sitting there going, what the fuck is he laughing I've, at? I've never seen. I, I, was there only two? I know there was two. I think I've never saw either one two. of them. Was there? I only I know there I know the of the existence of two. I've not seen either one of those. But <laughs> so obviously you and your dad Child, won. You and your dad yeah, won. Yeah, no shit, right? Well, so did my brother and my mom, because obviously Problem Child 2 wasn't as long as Terminator 2. So they left Problem Child 2 and it and about halfway through Terminator came in and watched the rest of Terminator. <laughs> and then <laughs> That's awesome. And then and I proclaimed upon that day that Terminator 2 was my favorite movie of all time. And it remained my favorite movie of all time for a very long time. It's a great movie. Um, yeah. And, and it holds up, man. I, I went and saw it, it absolutely the holds the re-release. Up. Yeah. And it, I had a fucking amazing time. I saw it in 3D for the re-release, whatever, a couple of years ago. And then I own it on uh, 4K, one of the handful of 4Ks that I own, uh, despite not having a 4K TV, because Amazon had it for like five bucks sure. on the 4K. Why and you? I was like, fuck yeah, I'm buying that again. I don't care. But anyway, on the way home from the theater, because uh, if you go from from Roanoke to Lagrange, you have to go across what people refer to as the backwaters, which is mm-hmm. like this this kind of series of lakes and and there's lots of bridges and lots of boating and lake houses and all these things that you know, like the rich people down here. That's kind of where they live. And so we got stuck in traffic going across the backwaters because of the fireworks display. And so mm-hmm. we were like stopped, like bumper to bumper on bridges almost the whole way home. And we got to, I got to watch Terminator 2, and then I got to watch fireworks over the backwaters on my way home. That's and awesome. I'll never forget, never forget that day. That's awesome. All right. So next one is, so I already, I had already seen Ready or Not, but you, you never saw, I, I was surprised. Like, I, I thought you had seen Ready or Not in the theater. No, I, it, it's one of those ones where like, if you didn't go see it pretty quick around here, it was gone. Yeah, you're right. You're it right. didn't hang around. So I think I I was gonna go see it, but uh, yeah, I missed my opportunity. Like I was gonna like, oh, it'll be playing, you know, because that was back when I was still on the kind of the schedule with mm-hmm. the kids, where you know I would have every other weekend where I could do stuff, and I was like, well, I'll just see it next week, and it was right. fucking gone. Right. So I have a um. <clears throat> I have a Plex server, and I throw all the movies up there. And so a lot of times, like Mitch and I will talk about, like, oh, let's talk about this, talk about that. And I'll go, you know, kind of get them and throw them on the server. And then so it was funny because, so like, last night, so 
I see Mitch, like, it just finished watching Ready or Not, and then, like, literally, like, five minutes later, my wife and I were like, let's watch Ready or Not. So, <laughs> I, so I, I, like, it's rare for me to be able to get my wife to watch a horror movie, but I told her, and I keep, I keep telling her, like, okay, next week we're going to watch Crawl, because I mm. feel like Crawl and Ready or Not are very similar in that, like, there's some, like, jump scares, and, like, there's mm. some gore, but it's not, like completely in your face and if you you could yeah, and, the, yeah. and the sense of humor way more like sense of humor and ready or not just humor definitely way pushes, more uh, yeah yeah and so i was like and i told her i was like when i told her about ready or not when i saw it in theater she's like i think i'd actually she's like i might watch that i was like oh you will totally and so and so, <laughs> <laughs> so there's one scene this is samara weaving plays the bride she's fucking fantastic i love her so much she's she such was a badass so good just yeah, like the facial. She always is. Yeah, always. <laughs> There's a scene where she beats somebody to death with a puzzle box. Yeah, <laughs> and my wife goes, "I was like, don't worry, it's over." And then they show, she's like, "It's not over." <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, right, sorry." <laughs> but so, did you did you enjoy it? Did you like it? Oh God, loved it so much. So I started it. So I was hanging out. I hung out with Angela last night. Mm-hmm. And so I had started the movie the night before to, for the show. And then I was like, I think because she and I, are, we, we're fairly similar like mm-hmm. when it comes to a lot of stuff. And uh, I was like, you know what? This might be something because I didn't know what the fuck we were going to do. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, it might be something. Like, I think she would dig this. And if she hasn't seen it, then I'll stop it. And then I'll just start it back over. So I, I've i seen it one and a half times. But uh, I fucking loved it. I loved it. I, I, yeah. knew, I knew I was going to like it because I love her so much, Samara Weaving. Like, mm-hmm. she's so good. I'll watch whatever she's in. I love The Babysitter. Mm-hmm. I love Mayhem. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm all in on her right now. Like, whatever she does, I'm going to watch. Mm-hmm. And I remember the trailers and the idea for this. And I was like, okay. This is going to be either super generic or it's going to be super fucking fun. And thank yeah. God, it's like the humor is a fantastic. Like uh-huh. the characters are so good. Yeah, like she's not the only character that I like. I loved most of them. Yeah, you know I loved like the grandmother's fucking great. Like uh, oh the the, uh, the the aunt, the aunt. Yeah, uh, she's fucking great. Yeah, uh, I thought um, uh, Brody. Adrian, Adrian Brody, Brody. Or, yeah, he, Adam I thought Brody. he was great. He's I loved his fantastic. Wife. His wife was hilarious. She yeah. cracked me the fuck up. So like, I, I don't know. M- man. Melanie Scarfaro, whom I'm a huge Winona Earp fan. I fucking love. Oh, Winona okay. Earp. It's one See, of my. You always shows. know these people from TV that I don't know who they are. <laughs> like, she is fantastic in Winona Earp. It's one of the best shows on TV, mm-hmm. and they just got a new season. I'm super excited. And when I saw she was in this, she was so good. Like just as the incompetent, like I don't know what I'm doing. Like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole family was that way, right? And that's and and, and that's the other point that I want to make because I do not want to spoil the end of this. If if people haven't seen this, I will say when it got to like the last sequence, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I told I told well, I call her Hook, but I told Angela I was like Hook, if this is my movie, this is what happens. Yeah, I was like I don't know if it's gonna happen, but if it does. And then I was like, oh, shit. I laughed my ass off at the end. I love the end so much. But also just this idea, like, these rich people that are just like, I played by the rules. And I'm like, but you didn't. Like, that's the thing. Like, so I'm a huge Pearl Jam fan. Like, Pearl Jam till I die. Like, straight Mm -hmm. up. Just 
till I die. And there's a song called Bush Leaguer that Eddie Vedder wrote about G.W. Bush. And he's got a line in there that says, born on third base, thinks he hit a triple. Mm. And I and like to me, like that right there is like just the quintessential yeah. description of so many like mm-hmm. wealthy people who don't mm-hmm. realize how much of their wealth came from people before them and they and they just feel like, well, oh yeah, man, like I built this myself. No, you didn't. And like the father right. who's like, Why well, played by the rules? And it's like, yes, but it was based on somebody who made a deal mm-hmm. before you mm-hmm. to give you an advantage. Like I fucking loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I I loved well, it. Well the other thing I will say about it though, just based on the premise and it's the same problem that I – it's not a problem per se, but it's just it – just, it makes me scratch my head as to why certain decisions were made. But I think in this movie, it, it, it plays to how the family members are with the game that's chosen. Mm-hmm. But it's like the same thing for like Cabin in the Woods, which I love that movie. But I only love that movie because of the last 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Because they show – I mean it's great, but I'm saying – when you get to the end and you see, if nobody's seen Cabin in the Woods, spoilers, go watch Cabin in the Woods. But when you get to the Cabin end the and you see, I know, but when you see all the shit that the movie could have been. Yeah. They're werewolves and there's fucking and the, the demons. The, I love the guy with right. the saw blades. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but before you get there, it's just a generic as fuck another zombie movie. And I'm like, why did you pick zombies? When you could have done all of these things. The Merman. <laughs> and then right. And then we'll never see a sequel. Yeah. So as amazing as that ending is, and as amazing as the premise is to that movie, we got what we ended up getting was a generic zombie movie that showed us at the last ten minutes how much potential there was or there could have been for either this movie to have been different or a series. Yeah. And so the whole you pick a game thing at midnight and we play a game and they show like the wall of board games and shit. Yeah, so it yeah, just yeah. makes my mind think. And then, yeah. and then when they hand out the weapons to Hunter because they she picked hide and seek, and like <laughs> Fritz or Fitch, Fitch is Fitch. like, what the fuck yeah. am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, he's looking up YouTube videos on like how to shoot a crossbow. <laughs> yeah, like it's hilarious, and they're all so bad at the game because I feel like nobody's ever actually chosen right this because game, the, the which last requires- time was um was the ant, right. So, like, nobody's really picked a game that required, like, any kind of skill or physical activity. Like, and then my brain goes to, well, what, what, what could she have picked? Like, they have, like, Battleship and shit. And, like, they play, they play Deadly Battleship. Like, I don't, like, it just, so many ideas start going through my head as to what it could have been. Um, but I don't hate, I, not that I hate Cabin in the Woods. I'm just saying, I, the direction this movie goes in, I think, honestly, it, it's better for it because, there are a bunch of rich people who aren't used to having to work or do physical activity in this and that. Right. And that's obvious. And that's why they're so bad. Right. At the hide and seek game. Right. And, and what bothers me, like, I mean, I loved it, but what bothers me is like, this was supposed to be out around the same time as the hunt with uh, mm. Perry Gilpin. And mm. I'm, I'm a huge Perry Gilpin fan. And then all these fucking conservative snowflakes who need a safe space. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like, oh, it's it's liberals hunting, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's not even what it was. <laughs> I hope we still get a release of that at some point. 
Um, yeah. Because I'd love to there see. There was something else that finally just came out that went through this, a similar thing. It was an indie that was supposed to get a theatrical, but then they, they shelved it. And then they like straight up like like stealth released it on DVD only like a couple of weeks ago at Walmart. Hmm. It was some movie, something with cameras or so, I don't remember what it was. I remember it like I remember seeing that it was about to come out. It didn't look good. But I just remember seeing this movie that was about to release. I can't remember the premise. I have to look it up. But it was a horror movie. And then the studio got cold feet because there was some internet backlash over some horse shit. And they shelved it. And then they, they straight up, like, stealth dropped it to DVD only, like, three or four weeks ago. Hmm. Yeah, I, I hope the hunt... Polaroid, something, Polaroid, I don't know, something like that. I actually saw Polaroids at um, Lowe's. And I was like, mm. really? We've come all the way around to where we're now selling Polaroid Oh, like cameras? cameras? Yeah. Yeah, Katie, Katie wants one. Katie <laughs> likes to take pictures. And, like, the idea of of getting a physical picture is like alien to her. So like, okay. Just so she knows, she knows when she listens to, um, Hey, uh, by outcast and sure. shake it like a polar, you don't have to shake it. Well, I used to, I felt yeah, like, but you don't have to, but, but it doesn't make a good song lyric when you're like, sure. lay it flat for 30 mm. to 40 seconds, like a pillar and picture. It just doesn't, <laughs> but it's hilarious to me like that. Hey, yeah. Uh, that one eighty, right? Because, we grew up having to get physical pictures if we wanted to keep a picture. Oh my God. Like, right. Like you would go to the CVS. That's mm-hmm. where I went. Like they, they made a movie, right? Like Robin Williams mm-hmm. was serial yeah. killer. One hour yeah, photo. photo. Great movie. One hour photo. It was Great right movie. after like insomnia where they were like following mm-hmm. like, Hey, maybe mm-hmm. Robin Williams could be a serial killer in all the movies. Yeah. One also, hour photo. Uh, Same thing. You drop your shit off and you're like, wow, man, yeah. I hope there's no dick pics because otherwise right. it's fucking like, 16 yeah, right. year old. <laughs> Well, the other thing, right, was like if you go to Walmart and you had some risque photos, they wouldn't print those off Seriously? of your disposable camera. Yeah, they would. They wouldn't print them because I really? took. Uh, uh, I was much younger and much. I'm stupider. kind of afraid to know how you know this. No, so I used to buy disposable cameras a lot when we when I was in Atlanta and we we lived in the apartment and um, we would like go to places like concerts and things like that. Like you would you would slip the because um, they won't grab your dick. <laughs> when they're like patting you down and stuff when you're going into concert. And so you would take a disposable camera and you put it and you put it on your junk, go in, and then at when when it was opportune for the show, if you wanted pictures, you'd take it out. You wouldn't oh. even be able to aim it. You'd you'd hold it up, flash, put it right back down in your pocket, hope Skier didn't see you because they'd grab they'd take it from you. And so, you know, girls are flashing and all these things are happening, whatever. And you'd be like, oh, shit. You'd be like, you know, and you'd be grabbing in your pants trying to get the camera out and snap a pic and then put it back. And so I know I took some risque photos at concerts and shit like that when I was younger. And then you'd like roll the dice, man, when you went to Walmart and dropped it in that bin and you got your thing back. And it was like, I don't know what, 30, 30 pictures on a disposable camera, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I'd I'd get like twenty four back, and I was like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> like, <laughs> and and nowadays you can't go to a concert and not exactly. watch the whole fucking thing through somebody's exactly. fucking cell phone. cell phone. But the idea that it's such a, a new and exciting and fun thing for my daughter, my eleven year old, to buy a camera that gives her a physical picture, like it makes her excited. I'm like, man, how the t- how the the you know the turntables turn, mm-hmm. as yeah. Michael Scott would say. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
All right. So last, but certainly not least. So certainly. if if you um, if you being a a Bong uh, Jun Ho fan, and you should be. I mean this this cat. I mean, my God. I don't think he can make a bad. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he could make a bad movie if he wanted to. Um, Not know, for my did, money, he doesn't. Uh, Train to Busan, um, mm-hmm. uh, Oak Joe on on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his latest one is uh, Parasite. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won. I think it won the Palme d'Or at Cannes. Mm-hmm. Con. I don't know if you say the S. I do. I don't know. I Me call too. it Cans. I'm a pleb. I have no idea what to call it. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I live in Alabama. It's a beautifully shot, beautifully mm-hmm. acted just, mm-hmm. um, story of this family in Korea that are living, uh, I guess they're riding dirty would be the best way to mm-hmm. put it. They live in this underground apartment. They, they're, they're trying to grab free Wi-Fi off of the nearby coffee shop. They yeah, fold... Man. Uh, pizza boxes uh, to make a living, and yeah, their hood uh, one, is fuck. <laughs> yeah, one of the son uh, hears about uh, this rich family who needs a tutor for their daughter, and then he goes to work for them, and then goes realizes there's an in to get his sister to forge some documents and say she's an art therapist, and then oh maybe there's uh, somewhere they could. Uh, frame the driver and get him fired so the dad can be the driver. Maybe we can get the housekeeper fired and get the mom in there as a housekeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 it's a f- like, I mean, th- this is a, like it, people who maybe only want to focus on American films so they don't mm-hmm. have to worry about things like subtitles or like they mm-hmm. are you're just completely oh you're missing so much I mean stuff. his movies I mean they're beautiful to begin with yeah. but this yeah. this movie <clears throat> has just like <laughs> it's like okay so so I was talking to my wife about it and I was like here's the thing like this is a family that lied their way into employment Mm-hmm. With this rich family, but mm-hmm. then most movies would be like, okay, these 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 people, these you know freeloaders or con artists, line their mm-hmm. lie their way into a set of work, and then they don't do anything. That's not these people, right? Like exactly. the son gives lessons. To, to, He's writing to the, scripts and shit. He, like, he right. The daughter actually does knows, art yeah. therapy. For the right. son, the the right. father drives the the mom around. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. the mom who's who's playing the house keep she keeps the house. She does all the meals. She does all, exactly. So like the, it's such a confounding movie because you're supposed to not. You're supposed to because they're they're bad people. They're it's bad. Be- like right. Like you feel bad for them. You don't. You don't fully understand if the reason they're unemployed is because they got dealt a bad hand or they're just exactly. lazy. You don't I don't feel like they're lazy. No, obviously not. Obviously not. Yeah. I mean they're first of all, they're all uh, the son, I mean is obviously very smart. Right. Because he like I said, he he's like 
he foresees conversations that his parents are going to have to have with these rich people. Mm-hmm. And he gives his dad scripts. Cause like, and then yes. he's going to say this, Oh my God, you're going to say this. And it's yeah. so fucking good. Yeah. And it's so funny, but he like, he's so like, he's so intelligent and so like I observant or like clairvoyant, whatever it is that he can foresee these scenes playing themselves out. Like, and, and then, but like you said, we're like, you don't know how they ended up where they are. If they've always gotten by this way, like we don't know that, but they're so good at it. I kind of, I kind of feel like that's the case a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, at, but, but, at, but also it, with that, it's like they live in such a horrible place. Yeah. Just, so, so they're underground. Like they literally live in an underground apartment. They fold pizza boxes for money. They mm-hmm. the the the, the begin- and this is not a spoiler. The the movie opens with the son realizing that the coffee shop that had uh, or no the 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 apartment above them that they could mm-hmm. jack the Wi-Fi off of changed the password. Mm-hmm. So they move mm-hmm. to the corner where they can get Wi-Fi from the coffee shop. So they have to go up a shelf into the where the toilet is. Mm-hmm. And then when the when the, when the when the city. Uh, fumigators come to kill all the stink bugs. They're like, "Oh, keep the windows open because we get mm, free right, fumigation." Right. right. Eh, eh. But as, but you, you, it, it's it's and I think it's this way for this for for uh, a lot of his movies. To me, it's like the, the characters are always so complex that even if they're not good people, you root for them. And even when they do bad shit, you're still, he gives you a reason to have rooted for them before. So I I don't know, man, everything he does, it's not cut and paste. It's not black and white. There's so many layers to his characters. Right. In all of his movies. And, and, And I think in this one more than more so than probably any other. Like I mean, Snowpiercer, sure. Like holy shit. Yeah, Snowpiercer was very clear in terms of like you know rich versus poor. Right. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, right? Like you're like, <laughs> like Chris Evans being the uh, in on the poor side of things, also it ha- ends up doing some pretty fucked up shit. Sure. That he admits Absolutely. to. You know what I mean? And so it's like, oh, oh my god! Like I'm, I'm rooting for this dude, but fucking god! Like this, it's the circ, it's the they're victims of their circumstance, right? And so, but then in this movie, like you want to root for the the family, the main characters, the shysters or whatever, right? The 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 ones who are running the scam on the rich people, but at the same time, the rich people are so innocent and so dumb, right? And so you don't want bad things to happen to them either because they didn't deserve any of this shit to happen. Yeah, and that and, and right, and that's the thing. Like, like I mean, so I think that and I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm I, anybody who would ever hang out in our Discord channel would be like, this is the most like, like I'm not a fan of wealth. I right. I, I got money. Like I remember, so I'm not I'm not trying to like toot my own horn or nothing, but I, I do okay. And I remember talking to my sister at this funeral, and I said to my sister, like, I'm in this weird position where I have money, but I fucking hate money. Mm. Because I recognize, like, what it means to not have it, and what that means to have it, and, and, and <laughs> so, how it's so hard for people who don't. And I know, and, I was going to say, our relationship is like, I'm the family, and you're, you're like, and I'd be trying, like, me trying to be your friend is like... 
exactly what was going on in this movie. Like, I'm not. I'm just saying, though. Right, right. And 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 so it it's it, but yet and so here the thing about this movie that makes it challenging is there's no you don't you don't know who to like. It's not a cut and dry where you're like, oh well, this is no. who you should feel bad yeah, for, and this is, is who you should root for because super layered. You can yeah. absolutely make a case as to why, like, okay, these are just like clueless reach people. Like they they mm-hmm. fire their driver without giving any thought. They don't even ask right. him, like, hey, what's going on? Right? They're just right. like, no, we 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 found this thing out. We're not. You know, we're not mm-hmm. okay with it, but it's like, but then they're also okay with it because he uses some weird, like, fantasy type of thing. And mm-hmm. it's like, but then at the same time, they, they they just accept anyone because they go, oh, well, this person's got papers, mm-hmm. so they must right. be good. But it's like, having a degree doesn't mean <laughs> anything. It, it doesn't matter. You're just, right. like, happy that they have this 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 qualification that you feel means something, but doesn't. Mm. Um, it's just such a weird, and it's not weird. It's just, it's not, it's a complicated movie. It's not, it is a very complicated movie. It, it, as far as character wise, it's a very complicated movie because like, like we were talking about, like you just, everybody has their motivations and, and no one is strict, like straight up, just evil. No, it's always, it's always like you know why they're doing what they're doing. And even like the sort of little twist with the, the housekeeper that they get fired, mm-hmm. even she has like you feel bad for her too. Like it's so – Oh, yeah. Like you care about everybody by the end of this. And mm-hmm. then when it goes off the fucking rails in the last few minutes – Oh, my I, God. Yeah. I text about- you. I was like, fuck. Talk <laughs> about uh, – it's and I wouldn't say it's a slow burn because it's not – I don't. Th- I don't know if slow no. is the right word, but like no, it, it builds to something exactly. that I did not see coming at all. I no, and that's the thing. That's why, and, and I feel like I feel like this is kind of his. I don't know if he's hitting his stride. I don't want to use that sort of terminology, but like I, out of the all of the things that I've seen that he's done, that he's written and directed, for me, this is the one where I was like. I, I, because Okja, I mean, I like that movie. It was it's great. Okay. But at the end of the day, like, it's sort of straightforward. Yes. And, uh, same for, like, Snowpiercer. It's, it tells its story. It does what it does. It gets in, it gets out. Honestly, like, I had forgotten he had done Snowpiercer. Like, and so and for, for this movie to eclipse Snowpiercer in terms of, like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of have versus have nots says a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah, yeah, this is I, I feel like, and if that's a thing that he's going to be known for, then I, I I would consider him a master a master class of telling that type of story, particularly based on this movie, because you care about every person, yes, and, and you care about every like they're you understand why they're doing what they're doing. And you don't want you don't want anything bad to happen to any of them. And that uh, right, and that that that's exactly right. You're exactly right. There's no there's no villains. The the, the mm. v- capitalism is the villain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the the fact that that you've got people that have to live in in an underground apartment, uh, folding pizza boxes. You know the the fact that like there's there's rich people who who feel it's okay that they can just fire their driver of. X many years mm-hmm. because they think a thing happened. 
or mm-hmm. file their fire their housekeeper you know that 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 the housekeeper has to feel has to hide their husband for x number of mm-hmm. years like capitalism is the victim everybody else is just pawns in it yep and so and so you can't you you can't feel bad for the people because they're just pawns we're all mm-hmm. pawns like we yep. all are we're all just yep. caught up in this fucking system we don't we didn't asked to be a part of and we don't have a say in it because yep. it's everywhere and yep. so there's no one def- there's no there's no clear villains as Mm-mm. far as people no and so like like i said when it goes off the rails and it 100 percent does because oh jesus christ the last probably 15 this is so the other thing is like it's what, well, two, like half two, an hour yeah, it's two plus hours. This movie's it, this movie has a lot of detail, and it takes its time, and it does it develops every character in it. Uh, there's no, and but the thing is, I don't know what I would cut if God, you were me, to tell me, me this needed to be I a ninety minute movie. It, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, like it it does not work if you cut anything out of it. Like it's long when you watch it, and everybody should absolutely watch it, but you just need to strap in. Because mm-hmm. you're going to be there for two, almost two and a half hours. I think it's two twenty. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But the last probably twenty five thirty, mm-hmm. it's fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, and some of it hurts. I'm not gonna lie, man. Yeah, some of it, some of it, some of it really fucking hits, and some of it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just everything that you've you've like learned, and everything you've gotten used to, and like. And it and it snowballs, right? Like one thing leads to another thing, leads to another thing, and you're mm-hmm. just like, "Fuck!" Yeah. By the end, I was I text you, and I was just like, "Parasite, goddamn!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, and it, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking good. And it's it's one of the best of the year for me. It's just it's it's always good. I mean, you know, when you have a filmmaker that whose work you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And then just to kind of see them just like just kind of at the top of their game. At the top of their game, man. Fire on all cylinders. Cinematog- cinematography is gorgeous. Yeah. Like everything about this is top notch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's one of those things where like, you know, you so like typically like you would expect in like the kind of the, you know, the kind of the studio system. They'd be like, oh, let's just. Get this guy in, like, like we saw that. You always see this with, with so many like foreign filmmakers, where they're like, "Oh, well, let's mm-hmm. get them in the American system, mm-hmm. and let's just sure. like kind of." And then they they make a couple movies, and then they just are like, "Well, done." One of two things. One of two things happen, right? Either, either somebody is like this visionary director, a foreign a foreign filmmaker, and either we get them to start making shit studio American movies, or our shit American studios remake their movies and yeah. much your versions. And, and if, if either one of those things were to happen to him, it would be heartbreaking for me. Yeah. I mean, I think that he's, he has such a, you, I mean, it's such a great vision that mm-hmm. it's like, whatever he wants to do, let's just, and, and, and hopefully, I mean, he's made enough movies at this point where I, I feel like it, that's not, a risk for him. Like right, he's just sure. going to keep doing what he wants. I mean, this is mm-hmm. a, this is a tough movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, 
It's an indictment of capitalism. It's it's also it's a comedy at times. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a it's a movie yeah. where you're putting a, a family of con people at its center, but asking mm-hmm. you to sympathize with them and and mm-hmm. want them to succeed mm-hmm. at the at the at the you know the sacrifice of rich people who you also care about and want them to, exactly. you know, it's a complex, they're not, they're not shitty rich people. Like, no, the they're thing, not. Right? And he, and I mean, and that's part of why it works as well as it does is because there's no, as we said, there's no clear villains. Capitalism mm-hmm. is the villain. Yep. Yep. And so just keep on doing now that you need, but even that, right. Even <laughs> saying that, which is such a thing. And you could point to like Romero and like so many people who, oh, who yeah, have a, yeah, yeah. A, a statement or something to say, or like there's an agenda for the movie that doesn't, even that doesn't come across in this movie. Right. Because it's so character driven that while yeah. he may be making a statement, it doesn't beat you over the head with, Hey, this is what this is about. This is what you should be paying attention to because you care about the people in it. Right. Right. Yeah. All of them. Like because, the, I mean, the ultimately, yeah, it's just, but it's, I mean, there are, like, so many times I watched this movie, I was like, God damn, like, you just kind of pause it and are like, mm-hmm. that that, mm-hmm. could go, that could go on the wall, that could go on the wall, that could go on the wall, you know. Yep. Um, yep. So, if you get a chance, I don't know, I mean, I think at this point, it's like, um, I home. think it's left theaters, but, but yeah. to its credit. It actually got theatrical release here. I mean, limited, mm-hmm. sure, but I mean, good for that movie. Good for him. You know, yeah. I think I he could do. I, I think he could do anything movie. because he is he 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 is a hundred percent confident in the type of movies he wants to make. With mm-hmm. whether it's 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 in Korea, South Korea, mm-hmm. or in mm-hmm. the American system, he is just he's gonna do. You know, I mean, Okja was a Netflix exclusive, right? So, I mean, this is a cat who he just is, he's telling the stories he wants to tell, and he's using the system to allow him to tell those Mm -hmm. stories in the way that best allows them to be told. Yep. And he is 100% a masterclass creator. He he is a a genius, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Uh, You know, he writes and directs most of the movies that he does. Uh, you know, and, and, and the first, my first, uh, uh, introduction to him was the host. And I still haven't seen, seen host, that one. The host is Kaiju at its fucking finest. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's funny. It's, it's scary. Like, like I remember Mikey sent me the trailer. My friend, Mikey, he sent, uh, he and I are like, it used to be that he would show me every movie, like trailers and things like this, and be like, you need to watch this. And we've kind of reversed that now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember vividly him sending me the trailer for the host, like way back. And I think I posted it on my, my first blog, when the Batcave 1.0. Mm-hmm. I remember, and I think I reviewed it there too, the host is... If you like big monster movies, it's it's required viewing, man. It's... I oh god! If somebody gave this dude the opportunity to make a Godzilla movie, I would die happily the next day. I, yeah, I'd be like, you know what? I'm done. I don't need to watch. I never need to watch another movie. <laughs> yeah, the, the the host is the only one I have. I think of his that I haven't seen. Fantastic. Because I learned about him from Snowpiercer. Because it was like, I mean, it was like, you know, Winter Soldier. You know, here's Captain America, sure. and then it's like, oh, he's on. He's got a beard. He's on a train. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? I, 
I literally watched Snowpiercer because of the host. Yeah. I was like, oh, that guy? Fuck yeah, I'm watching that. Yeah, <laughs> like, so, so my, Evans, but, my first yeah. introduction to him was, was Snowpiercer, and then... Uh, and, but even that, right? If that doesn't sell you on him, then I don't know what movies you're watching, man, or what you. I don't understand what you like because if you've ever seen one of this uh, one of his movies and didn't like it, then I I don't understand. Yeah, what you're watching. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just it's a and when I had heard, like you know, I always follow kind of the um, you know the Venice Film Festival and the and, mm. and cons and. You know the all, all of these, and so um, when I saw that you know Parasite had taken uh, you mm. know multiple awards, I was like, okay, I can't wait, I can't wait. Yeah. You know, it's like not you know, surprised, can't wait to watch. It. Can't, can't <laughs> wait. It's like Christmas morning, right? You're like when exactly. you kind of know you think you're getting the thing that you want, right. and then right, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so definitely, if you can see it, see it. It's it's. I mean, so we're going to be talking about uh, our favorite games. And our favorite movies in the next few shows. Uh, pretty sure we'll be Parasite. Seeing, you're going to see this one. You're going to hear <laughs> this one again. Yeah. Um, in an upcoming show. So, but oh man, we're almost two hours. I just realized it's that. Long. Well, you know. Well, we yeah. were three weeks, right? We missed, yeah, yeah, yeah. we had a lot to cover. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah. So getting into December, we'll be getting to our best of for, uh, you know, 2019. And of course you can always like send us an email or on Twitter. If you've got, Hey, I like this thing or I like that thing. You got to watch this. Please, or, yeah. You know. Please send me all your recommendations. We were supposed to talk about the Mandalorian and we didn't get right. into it. We'll get into it it's later. Fantastic. <laughs> Baby Yoda. What's up? Yep. It's it's Star Wars Lone Wolf and Cub and I'm all in. Hell yeah. Um but uh we we thank everybody for hanging out. Uh we appreciate it. This is uh you know, Thanksgiving is time to be thankful. And of course we I mean, we're just super grateful for everybody who, you know, yeah. downloads or shares or 100%. You know, um, or just tell, listens, right? Because or like, just listens, right? When like, we t- came up like, with this idea, I just was excited to get to to talk to you for an hour every other week about the shit that we watch or we play. So, the fact that people enjoy listening to us talk about the shit that we watch and play, and like it, it's it's this is so much bigger at this point, eighty five episodes in, than I ever would have expected uh, when we kind of started emailing about kick, kicking the idea around. So. Mm-hmm. I always think of the line from the Jay-Z song. Uh, I forget which song it is, but he says, you could be anywhere in the world tonight, and you're with me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And I, I and I think that. of that. I used to use that on Jumping the Shark, <laughs> and Bill used to make fun of me. And I'm like, but that's it, right? Like you that's have, 100%. That's it. You, you have people, they could be spending their time doing anything else right now, and they're choosing mm-hmm. to take that time and spend it with us? Shit. Yeah. I'm fucking absolutely, that Thanksgiving, you know, 100%. So, um, so this has been episode, like Mitch said, 85 episodes in this has been episode 85. We appreciate everybody who hangs out with us. Uh, next two episodes, we'll be getting into the games of 2019 and the movies of 2019. Uh, and then look, looking forward to hopefully a better, uh, 2020. Shout out to the Spotify now, right? Hell yeah. Oh yeah. We're on Spotify now. So. Shout yeah. out to my cousin Patrick, who was like, "You're not on Spotify," and I was like, "Give me three hours." <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we appreciate you spending some time with us, and we will be back in the next two weeks. So for myself and Mitch, thank you again. Good night. Where the hell's the button? God damn it. I'm usually much better at this. I'm not. The red candy-like button. <laughs> <laughs> good night, and have a good evening. <laughs>